Hey, everybody. Welcome to Questionable Choices, a podcast where we talk about mental health and uh, awareness of it. Uh, today, we're going to talk about shit. A lot of it. A lot of it. Just personal shit. I guess yeah, getting to know us is probably the, uh, the main thing. Absolutely. I don't know why you go first. Well, to my day-in-day stress, it varies due to work and my personal life. So, I typically have a lot of spare time to do the things that I enjoy to do. Like, on my days off, when the weather is nice, I go out for hikes because I enjoy the scenery of nature, the fresh air, the sounds of nature itself. And if I pick a nice hiking trail and it has great views, it just really calms my mind. And another alternative I do is reading Mm. to get myself an escape from my own personal health. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love reading. I just haven't (laughs) read anything. I haven't read a book in like a year, dude. Well, I try to read about an hour a day Yeah, in any form, Uh, books, comic books, Mm. um, articles that constantly pop up. Facebook, you know, they say a lot of things aren't true, but there's a lot of things that are happening in the world that I do revolve myself to. I am very nerdy, cultured. So a lot of things about movies, certain other comics, not so much video games. Uh, video games cause more stress in my life, <laughs> even though it's like proven to help with mental health. And that's where we differ. Yeah, it causes me my stress. Mm. It causes him de-stress. Well, <laughs> not necessarily. I do. I do. I, I do lose my shit from time to time. But I feel like. Does you know? It's everybody does. I mean, I've seen it on Twitch. You cried once. <laughs> Guess it was sad. I cried because it was sad. I'm not gonna lie. I laughed. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was laughing at you, not wish you. No, of course, no. I expected that. I was like, if if Brandon's not laughing at me, I'm gonna fucking riot. <laughs> hey, ah, uh, come on. I no, ain't that bad. No, you're not. Not at all. Um, my the way I de-stress. Uh, is writing actually um we got another shakespeare over here people. not even close uh, we play D D. all right that's about the nerdiest thing that you can do i mean it's more mainstream now i guess uh, but to clarify D D is dungeons and dragons for the people listening who don't know for the, for the god for the goddamn please you don't know what D is hey right? calm down drop it down on you let me drop this on you all right but we you know we play D every week I'm usually the the guy who runs it, uh, and so I have to write a lot. So about, but most of my free time before this podcast was just writing, and that's how I would de-stress. Like I'd come home from work, I'd be stressed as hell. Couldn't really, um, you know, I couldn't really, uh, I couldn't really cope with the the things that I was doing, uh, and I just. I was like, let me write. Let me just put this energy into something productive. What I used for my other spare time was to play D&D. Mm. And during the week, I had a lot of other spare time. And now I have no spare time because we're working on this podcast. At all. <laughs> Every moment of my life is work, podcast, sleep, and a few hours for Dungeons & Dragons, if I'm yep. lucky. <laughs> Yeah, I like literally last week it was like every single day up until today, 
<laughs> which now we're doing it today too. It was just like we were we were doing something every day. Either it was D and D or it was like working on the podcast, like getting together, kind of figuring stuff out, um, recording small snippets here and there. And uh, yeah, no, it, like not that I regret it at all, but it's definitely put more on our plate. But it, it's all for a reason. It's all for a good cause. At the end of the day, we're just trying to hope that this podcast is a safe place for people to open up, to listen, mm-hmm. to feel like they're not the only people out there struggling with mental health. Not at all. Personally, I've had to deal with it, holding it in all the time and never expressing it. And the moment I started expressing how I felt is when I became a lot happier with my life. A lot of people were disagreeing with it because as the stereotype of being a man, I have to hold a lot of things in, let things go, never let them bother me. But at the end of the day, there is quite a few things that do bother me and talking about it makes a big difference. Very. And once I get to know what the problem is, it makes things much more clear and how I can approach things into the future and have a better understanding of maybe how one feels who's been in a similar simulation. Mm. I said simulation when I'm in situation. <laughs> hey. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I I think Brandon and I both, you know, talk to a lot of people, like, just in our day-to-day. And we have these kind of, like, really introspective uh, conversations. Brandon, more so because of his job, but um, me is, I... I I avidly seek out um, people to talk to because I just like to learn from people, if that makes sense. I tend to learn from people's experiences. And people are the most amazing thing. For the longest time, and it took me a very long time to actually come to the conclusion to not be so self-centered. When I was younger, I can definitely say I wasn't someone I was proud of. I always thought I was a lot better than most people. And when I got into the profession I'm in, which I love, it made me realize it's not about me. It's mm. about us. Right. And I love what I do. I speak to so many people every single day and learn. Mm. When I ask them, hey, how was your day? That's, most people open up right away. Some are like, you know, just the generic, hey, it was good. It's fine. But, you know, I tell them, like, I'm the most unlicensed professional therapist you'll meet. Yeah, we're, we're everybody's free therapist. Like, you got Spotify, you got iTunes, you got Facebook. Come listen to us talk about our problems. And um, in the future, hopefully, um, people send in questions and, you know, guests we have talked to about certain stuff. It, like, along the same path that Brandon was talking about, like, when I was a kid... I was an emotional wreck. <laughs> I didn't understand how to uh, how to handle my emotions, and I kind of wore my heart on my sleeve. People kind of took advantage of that a lot. And, like, I mean, middle school especially is, like, the worst time, I feel like, for most uh, adolescents and kids in this, uh-huh. at least in this country. I don't – I can't speak for uh, – I beg to differ from my own point of view, because mm-hmm. um, I came into like a middle school area where everybody kind of thought they were the best, so preppy, 
No one could ever Ooh, okay. beat them in any sport. They They're mascots, the most. You know, yeah. They got the Fred. They got the Fred <laughs> from yeah. uh, Scooby Doo vibe going on. Yeah, and I never really understood that. So I stood out very easily compared to my parents growing up. Mm. And I have a very hard time comprehending why people do the things they do without an actual explanation. I've learned now just to deal with it. If they tell me, they tell me. But back then, I was just more curious. Like, what makes you think in your mind that you will have a pair of shoes that might be worth $20 more than mine? and That makes you better. Like, your value goes up based on, like, the amount of money you're wearing. So, a lot of the times, I wore what we could afford. Yeah. And, you know, everything was named brand and everything. Mm. But I was very simple. I had a very plain style versus being very um dazzling uh yeah fashion i never really stayed into that same genre as most of my parents yeah and that's what made me stick out the most Mm. and then going into high school um i wound up developing a way just like closing people out just because of how it was when i went into middle school yep so i tend to stay to myself my friends who I was with, they'll know what I've done, who I was, and why I did the things I did. Mm-hmm. But the people I've been friends with for over 10 years now, they've seen actual character development in myself. Yeah, They've never seen a more passionate and caring friend. Mm. They're like, Brandon, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, you would have never done any of this. And we're so proud of you. Yeah. You know, that's, I feel like that's um, the point of humanity, of human beings, is to evolve. Yes. And, you know, I'm not going to be the same person I am now 10 years from now. No. You know, my goal, obviously, is to be better than I was. But, you know, I, I my <laughs> my high school experience was um, basically staying under the radar, almost the same as you. You know, I, middle school was rough. Uh, because I did, I did stand out in terms of like um, I wasn't shy or kind of um, afraid to speak my mind. I got I, I got picked on so much because of it that I ended up becoming shy. So by the time I hit freshman year, I was like uh, I was afraid to kind of speak out. I would I would tear up from like the slightest scrutiny and that was just because of like almost programming in my mind from what I had to deal with from years prior and by the time like as high school went on I would like I became I uh, became friends with like more and more kind of bold people uh, I basically surrounded myself with people that I wanted to be like um, in a way because I envied people who could just kind of let things roll off their back and um it wasn't necessarily a choice that I was like really sensitive to stuff. It was, uh, it was more like, it was just it, who it's who I was at the time because of the stuff that I had been through that, you know, I, I had trouble at home too at the same time. So it was hard for me to, uh, you know, kind of balance like school life and then and coming home and having that, um, conflict there and then going to school and having conflict there. I didn't really know, where to have my thoughts or like what to do with myself. So like by the time I was, you know, by the time like junior year came around, like the stuff at home had kind of calmed down. 
I mean, we moved, you know, kind of, it was just me and my mom at that point. And then, you know, it, it, things had come to a standstill and I was able to slowly start working on myself. And by like senior and then after high school, I kind of just started becoming who I am now. You know, I think opposites truly do attract because a lot of the times when I was in that school predicament, I usually said what was on my mind. And that's what got me in trouble a lot. My filter <laughs> I can is, imagine. <laughs> oh, my filter is very bad at that point of time. I've learned to control it much better. But if you're being stupid, I was back then I would ask why you got to be so stupid. <laughs> the actions you're doing make no sense. Yeah. You grew up in a suburban town. Mm. Uh middle class. Your parents are on that borderline of being rich. But they're not really rich, but like real estate. Yeah, agents, you know what I mean. Yeah, and you're coming off like you're a thug, mm. but you've never had to go through that struggle, and that's I said it in much worse ways back when I was younger. Yeah, I mean we don't have you don't have filters when you're young. No, and as you grow older, you learn to adapt, and you realize yeah, so it doesn't work that way. Yeah, your words truly do have an impact on people. Mm. But to go back, you know, I think that's how we wound up meshing very well throughout the years. Yeah. Because I wish I was a bit more set back. I was a bit more calm and didn't express myself as much as I did. Mm. As I'm always going forward, I'm very extrovert from the majority of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I get that from you. And I truly love it. I love to meet people. I like to understand them. And mm. as time's gone by, understanding people is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah. It's a curse because you can't do anything that's happened in their past. Right. And their current state, they might be in a way where you can't help them but be a ear to listen to. Mm. And But it's also a blessing because you realize why things are happening in their lives. Why so many people go down a certain road they didn't want to, but they ha- kind of had to. And right. I hear stories like that every single day. And I tell everybody, I'm like, you know, if you ever just need someone to talk, go out to eat, uh, hit me up. Let's do it. I don't want you to make a mistake in your life where you're like, I can't handle this anymore. Should I end it when I'm one phone call away? Right. And I think that's where the mental health aspect of men reaching out for help is important. It's something that we're going to be covering. Yeah. Because I said earlier in this video, huh? not video, podcast. Podcast. Audio. Audio. Yeah. There you go. It's something we've always had to struggle with. I know some other men are much more open. I had to be very to myself most of the time. I said what I needed to be said, mm. um, but my mental health, like just my stress, getting depressed. Everybody gets depressed at one point, of course. And there's ups and downs to life all the time. It's kind of like a piano, right? There you go. You can't make a good song without the sad sounding notes. You got yeah. your mi- your majors, which sound happy, and then your minors that sound sad. But together, they make a great song. I'm I have no, I have no idea. 
uh, how pianos work, but that sounds correct to me. Really? I have no I have no idea. I mean, I could just go off like music theory and how a piano works cuz I had to, I learned. Yeah. I learned how to play the piano and it's something I cherish. It's an amazing skill. I think everybody at one point should at least try to attempt an instrument. I've you know, I played I I played in band when I was younger, but a clarinet doesn't count. <laughs> it does people, it does. <laughs> um no, but I like of course, we're not. We're absolutely not trying to alienate uh, the woman who listened to the podcast either. Um, absolutely not. I think it's it's just more of a uh, we because obviously we're both men. We understand what it's like and having that um, that stigma, um, a part of a part of society. It's it's ingrained within it um, to hold in your feelings and and be strong for others. But you know, it's it's only so much that you can hold in before you 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 break and um i i think this just goes to everyone is that you know seeking help and having at least one person that that's there to listen is so important without a doubt my significant other i love her so much she's the best Yes, if you guys were to ever meet her, you'd be like, wow, she is the biggest blessing this world has ever seen. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, right? Uh, I I thank her every single day. If I don't tell her, I pray for it. I just know she was one of the biggest blessings in my life. You know, we there's been a couple times we've been disagreeing, and she's really helped me open up more. Mm. Uh, different ways to approach situations. Because she's a bit more sensitive than me, um, depending on the subject. Hmm. But I tend to tell her everything. And she's like, I'm so happy that we have this line of communication where we don't have to hold back. We don't have to lie. Right. I can just tell her, you know, I stubbed my toe. I stubbed my toe and then I fell. And then you know what happened after I fell? I kind of slid on my belly like a penguin. All in an instance of seconds, and she's like, wow, you're a penguin now. <laughs> Ironically, penguins are my favorite animal. Well, there you go. So, but we're on the line of we can just talk about anything and be comfortable with it. Mm. There's certain topics which tend to stay away about, but if we bring it up, we handle it in a very mature aspect. I mean, dude, that's just, that's just relationship goals. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And, you know, there's been times with both mental health, stress, depression, anxiety, and everything in between, we know we can reach out to each other. And yeah. instead of being like, oh, me, 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 it's us, us, us. Mm. What can I do for you? Brandon, I just need a vent. Can yeah. you, can we go out to dinner? Uh, Can this week, can we go to somewhere in nice maybe we could just go to a chain let's just watch a movie and i tend to like reach out to my friends as well because mm -hmm. i love going to movie theaters and yeah. i love going in there the whole aurora experience it's amazing and then going afterwards to eat talking about the movie how our week's been it's yeah. just great and i have a group of people i can talk to all the time and, you know, I'm. those are just my friends. But my family, my parents, I love very much. 
I, I've never had to been in a situation that you've been in, so it's something I don't understand. But right. I'm willing to learn. No, look, I mean, it's... I love my parents, both my parents. I mean, they're they're both split up. They're not together. And uh, I I genuinely find it hard. Like, I, I don't have a significant other. I am single. Um, single shout out to all the single there, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's hard when you're going through something and you just, like, you want to vent so hard. And, you know... Uh, me and my mom are both very different people so like it's you know it's it's hard to kind of bring stuff up to her at least even personally i feel like uh, it's just it makes me uncomfortable to bring up certain subjects and then you know with the friends aspect you know great it's great you have people there but sometimes even then it's hard to bring stuff up to certain people to anybody really it's just like that first step taking that first step to be like okay i have a problem I'm not okay. And so that I need to, I need to reach out to people. Yep. And that's the hardest step. Everything after that comes super easy. And then, you know, the, the, the pain flows out and that, that comes out. And, and as you talk about it more and more and you become more comfortable with a certain person. And that's for me, the main one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this in the first place was so that like people can have a place to come and like basically you could say I have somebody that I listen to that understands where I'm coming from or understands my feelings on a certain subject and maybe we don't touch on an area that we are affected by at least at least you know that we want to, and we want to try. Uh, for myself, I can talk to my parents just about anything, I and it sometimes I have to build up the courage just to bring up certain things. Mm. Uh, if it's work-related, relationships, um, just how I feel in general. My mother is one of the most caring people you ever meet. Mm. Uh, she'll give you a shirt the shirt off the back of her back. I said that wrong, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I got what you mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we'll all get it. Haha. <laughs> but you never want to cross her because then she'll be like, these hands are rated E for everyone. <laughs> and mom, if you're listening to this, I do love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, And my father, I strived to be like him mm. all the time. He is a definition of, to me, what a man should be. Someone who takes care of his family. Yeah. Sticking through the thick and thin. And I can't tell you, like, how many times my parents have supported me through all the decisions I've ever wanted to do. And I constantly tell them, like, I love them. I don't think I tell them how much I appreciate them. Mm. You know, if they're listening to this, I do appreciate you guys. And my father has been one of the most number one supporters as my mother. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Dad, I want to start a landscaping company. <laughs> All right, let's look into it. Yeah. Hey, Dad, maybe I want to become a a barista. What are the steps? Hey, Dad, I want to be a trucker. Long ro- long nights on the road, <laughs> man, I want to suggest. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. And uh, definitely... Uh, 
you know, I, I mentioned earlier the um, like the stuff I dealt with in high school, like at home. You know, m- my mom and I went for years not really being able to talk about that stuff, and we had like a blowout a couple of years ago where we just kind of like kind of put everything on the table. Um, and you know, because of COVID, I uh, you know I I ended up moving in with her because I had got it back in April last year. Um, and you know, I, over the course of this last year, we've definitely become closer. We get out each other's neck, but like that, I feel like with anybody you're stuck in the house with, like it's bound to happen. But I would say I've definitely gotten closer to what you're talking about in terms of like being able to go and, and say, cause she's def- she definitely tries. She definitely tries, and that's, like, more than I can ask of anybody um, because I didn't have that when I was younger. <laughs> and building a relationship with your parents, significant other, and friends that you could talk about anything with is very tough. Yeah. Um, there's sometimes, like I said a little earlier, I have to build up the courage to ask my parents about something, tell them about something, how I feel. But at the end of the day, their response is through support and love. Yeah. And, you know, this is what I've been trying to push forward telling people about the podcast here. Mm. Or mental health awareness. I want people to know that this is a safe place. If you need to talk to us, you know, reach out. Uh, reach out on our Instagram of Absolutely. Questionable Choices Pod, our Facebook page for Questionable Choices. And even if it's just a my day isn't going so well. Mm. Tell us. Yeah. It's a judgment-free zone. Unlike the one place that says it and they have an alarm. <laughs> we all know. I'm not going to say it just for, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. We all know. We all know the. We all know the alarm. <laughs> well, <laughs> some do. But another aspect just to bring up the alarm. Mm-hmm. Working out, I found to be great for mental health and stress relieving as well that's why i tend to go on hikes i agree i ironically enough i was never big into working out but like it definitely like it releases some sort of it releases like excess energy that you have and some of that energy is not all good so getting it out is 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 healthy but of course you know you know what you need you need a giant dream catcher just to be like catch these bad vibes just uh carry one on me at all times yeah <laughs> isn't that for when you sleep this feels yeah. like a dream every single day i'm living the dream baby <laughs> that's what i tell people <laughs> all <out> day here. <laughs> um yeah no like of course it goes back to the the free time thing it's like now we've kind of booked our schedules it's hard to it's hard to juggle between it's like do i take that free time to just do absolutely nothing because god i miss those days where i could just do nothing you had those days once upon a time way back in the day i would like to experience back in the old day just (laughs) did nothing but i that's also part of my depression like i just didn't go anywhere i just stayed inside see and that's what interests me about people who have depression i've had depression moments in my life where Mm -hmm. i felt like that but you deal it more on a basis i'm assuming like a day-to-day it's it there's ups and downs yeah but i tend to like going out because it distracts me Mm. and 
I, I know a few people with depression who rather just stay inside and play video games. And I'm like, hey, man, how about we just go out? We can go bowling. Yeah. Uh, there's an arcade bar. I don't drink. So right, right. I'll go to the arcade bar to play the games. Usually I'm a DD. It is what it is. Mm. But just being in a presence around others tend to help me and boost my self-esteem. Yeah. Um with I can I can definitely attest to uh the the staying inside and like playing video games at the time. That was like most of my high school. And like I would I hate this about myself now. Like I love myself now. I have worked so hard to get to this point, but like a couple of years ago, even even as as recent as like three two to three years ago, I was not happy with myself. And you know, it goes back more to high school, but like staying inside, it was, I didn't have to worry about expectation. The expectation to act a certain way or be a certain way or, or exude any energy that I didn't want to, I didn't have to. I, the only person who was expecting anything of me was me. And so like playing games and just kind of getting my mind off of the daily thoughts that I had, which were not, they weren't good. Um, and so having something that was always there, keeping my attention away from what what basically was reality at the time was my only saving grace. And then when I, when I would, when I would go out with friends, weirdly enough, it would make me feel, it would make me feel, (sighs) it would make me feel more worthless than I, than I already felt because I was like, I don't deserve to have fun and to go out and to do these things. I didn't feel like I I deserved to have those happy moments. And when I would cut, when I would get to that point, I would have so much anxiety about going out. It was like, no one's gonna like me. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring everyone down, and it's it's gonna be less fun for them. And I want them to have the best time. And of course, like as the years go on, you realize like they. Somebody, I had heard this somewhere, and it 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 stands true. Uh, in that, the people around you, ironically enough, at least the strangers around you, don't care about you as much as you think they do. They don't talk. They don't look. And ironically enough, you're more invisible to them than you realize. Now, to some people, that's even more depressing. I get that, but having having that fear taken away out of the equation is is such a big thing and you know having friends come up and tell me like hey we care about you we love you i'm fortunate to have like people that i surround myself with that do care and express that care openly um because like communication like like you said with your uh your significant other it's it's very important Communication is key. It is the most important thing. Um, there's been quite a few things I've been told in my life that I can touch base now. Like, mm-hmm. um, I've been to therapy once before. A little sprinkle in there. Just a little. It was yeah, a, a sprinkle. like that guy from the meme who sprinkled on the salt. It was just a little <laughs> dazzle in my life. Yeah, yeah. And she wound up telling me because I live a pretty normal life, mm-hmm. and for a while because I tend, I was more work base growing up in high school i got a job right 
at the end of my freshman year. And I Same. worked. And I worked, worked, worked. And I didn't really have time for friends. And I enjoyed mm. the time I had for friends. But it was very little. Yeah. But I say this because of what she told me. She was like, Brandon, have fun. And it took me a while to realize that. The moment I realized I need to have fun yeah. is when I started being happier with myself. Mm. So, and I did. And another another thing I've been told through my boss and why it makes things more fun in my life is you surround people with whom you want to be. Yeah. I want to be successful. I want to be creative. I want people to know when they hear Brandon. Yeah. They know, wow, that's a great man. Yeah. He's doing so much for what he can do for people. He, he's so successful. I would love to speak to him. And, you know, I want people to hear this podcast on a weekly basis and just be like, wow, I can't wait to hear what Rob and Brandon have to say. Yeah. Living our best lives. <laughs> Trying to be the best people we can be. Absolutely. <sighs> Leaving behind a, uh, a legacy of good and positivity in the wake of the negativity that's already going around. Yeah, there's so much negativity in this world. So Why not much. bring a little bit of positive? Uh, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And I think if we try to reinforce the positive and just if we, even if we touch three people mm -hmm. into like, wow, they're doing something. Yeah. Those three people are going to do do the same exact thing to three other people. It was in a movie. I forget the actual name of it. And it was about this kid's project. And mm. if he can just touch three people's lives, it's <sighs> going to be a rippling Ooh. effect. Oh, I know. I know it. Oh, my God. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know what you're talking about. It has Haley Joe Osment in it. Pass it forward. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Such a good movie. And so sad. That was so sad. It was very sad. Yeah. But the premise of it is what I would like to try to do going forward. Yeah. There's been times where I've gone to a drive through and I've got myself a coffee, and I see in my mirror, maybe I see a mom, a little, a little tired. Mm. I see maybe a kid or two in there. She's a little stressed. Let me take care Why? of that woman's order. Yeah, I I actually did that for the first time this past winter. I felt so like good, like just passing on that, like just sending, giving, telling somebody like, hey. I acknowledge you, and I, I I wanted to do this nice thing for you. And you want to hear what happened? Tell me. The next day I went through to the same drive-thru. Mm. That woman wound up buying the person's behind theirs. And it went on for like six, seven orders, apparently. Oh, wow. And it, I was really hoping to hear like it was going to be a whole day thing. Mm. But it was just the fact that my one good deed made that woman so happy she did the same thing. And apparently the person behind them, same thing. Yeah. Small things, small victories. To even think that like we could reach one person and that make a difference in their lives. Like to think like we helped just one person can will make my year. Just one. I'm getting I'm getting emotional even talking about it. <laughs> but just one person will you make me see so it. He happy. He looks like he wants about to tear up people. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I'm very passionate about like helping people. That's like the number one thing. I, 
and he's like I, I the last like three years i've been trying to figure out what i want to do and helping people just helping people i don't care what i do i don't care how i do it i just want to help people i feel like that was why i've, I've been put here by whatever the, the universe god whatever you believe in just i'm here because i want to make people's lives just a little bit better mine's to be awesome <laughs> And I tell myself that every day. Mm. And I'm not sure if you do the same morning you, uh, ritual I might do. I feel like I should. So I tell myself every morning, I get out of bed, and the first thing I do is look up, and there's mm. my mirror. Brandon, you're amazing. I love you for mm. you. I constantly tell myself in the mirror what I want to be told, because I have the biggest effect on my day. Yeah. And, you know, I have bad days like everybody else. I'm not saying my life is perfect. None. Of course. None of Of course not. But every morning, I tell myself, I got this. I'm number one. Mm. I'm amazing. I love myself. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people do that. It's so reassuring. It sounds corny. It sounds... It's, it's, a, ve- it's very corny, but I love it. <laughs> It, without a doubt, it is corny, but at the end of the day, how many people do you have in your corner if you don't have a significant other, you don't have a good relationship yeah. with your parents, you, you don't have, have you. many friends? You have you. And that's amazing. Yeah. Because the human brain, the body, you tell yourself something, you mm. could do it. Yeah. Like, I want to learn to play the bass. Right. What's stopping you? You. Yeah. But what's also making you do it is you. you it's like the placebo effect hmm. like your mind think like your mind is so powerful that you could think something is helping you and it does and so like <laughs> yeah i mean I, I to that to that point um it's very it's very important to give yourself the recognition that you deserve however little even if you don't think that you do i can guarantee that you do deserve that to say to yourself like i'm worth it i can do this yeah and that's something i suggest that everybody does Mm -hmm. even if it's not your thing at least try it once Mm -hmm. and i guarantee you're gonna feel something that you didn't feel before if it makes you feel uncomfortable it's because prior using my own knowledge yep it felt silly it felt embarrassing but when I learned to really love myself and tell me tell myself these things, that's when I knew they were true. Yeah. And it's a practice that we constantly have to do. You don't get good at something right away. Even prodigies have to practice. Yeah. Very true. Um I feel like I feel like it's about that time that we we close things up. I guess tonight. so. Well, everybody, I want to say thank you for taking the time to listening to Questionable Choices tonight. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And if you have any concerns going forward, any questions, please reach out to us. We'll love to hear it. Genuinely, like anything, uh, anything like from the smallest thing to maybe even the biggest thing, we want to make this place, this community that we build to be a safe place 
and one that is open and accepting. And so, you know, we want to have episodes in the future where we we do Q&As and maybe we even have people call in or we, we interview even just we just have uh, a guest on like one of our fans <laughs> or if we can call them fans, but just people who listen. Um, because I do, I do genuinely want to like get to know pe- the people who listen to us. So from the bottom of both our hearts, I think, um, thank you very much. And we appreciate you giving us a listen and, uh, we look forward to, uh, talking to you guys in the next one.